Happy Thursday. Welcome back to an episode of Only Football. I'm Kyle, and that's Rick. And, uh, I'm Rick, that's Kyle. <laughs> I'm Rick, that's Kyle. I'm liking <laughs> the hard knocks, man. Uh, the sh- they're doing a really good job, and I think I mentioned it before, they're really getting into the character development stage of the show, and I think... Yep. Um, I think that's personally what I really like most. It makes you really care what happens to these guys mm-hmm. and follow them in the preseason games. And and uh, I think that's what makes it really interesting, gives us an emotional investment into these guys. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you think about episode three? Mm-hmm. So Bad I enjoyed timing. episode Yeah, I know, right? As I'm drinking Taking a drink the... of water. <laughs> oh, it's a truly. So, yeah, kind of water. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm enjoying this as well. Like I'm, I'm liking it. Cause I feel like the first two episodes, they really kind of like the first one was really all about Dan Campbell. Right. Second one was like Detroit, a little bit of, uh, uh, Rodrigo, a little bit of Aiden Hutchinson. And now it's like, okay, we got a couple guys that are, you know, are the ones that are like, um, I guess you could say like really like on the fence. I don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're on the fence about getting a spot on the team. That's really it, right? And yeah, I feel like this is what Hard Knocks does best: is they introduce characters or not characters, players, and they're basically like, "All right, tell us a sad fucking story about you or something like yeah. that." Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like the first one that comes to mind is uh, running back um, Craig Reynolds. I think he was one of the he was like either the first or second one in the episode that they kind of talked about. You know, he's got a brother in prison. Uh, he's trying to make the running back room as the third stringer behind uh, Swift and Jamal Williams. And you know, he kind of you, you see it, the the first scene when he was talking to his brother over Facetime was like him in this room. I don't know if it's like the living area, you know, where they live or whatever. Um, but. I don't know. He's like, he's talking to his brother. And I, at first, like they really make it out to seem like, Hey, it's just him FaceTiming his brother. And then the camera finally like peeks over his shoulder to show you that his brother's in fucking prison. His older brother's in fucking prison. Right. And he kind of goes on and on about like, you know, my, my brother, you know, he, he was a football star and that's kind of where I've been. Like, uh, that's, that's, that's who has inspired me or whatever. And now you're just like an emotional investment in this because his yeah. brother's in prison. His brother's like giving him all this like, uh, uh, I guess you could say like motivational speaking to him, you know, over the phone in prison, right? So you know, you mentioned character development, and that was one of the ones I enjoyed as well. Have but, you, you seen? Know, uh, have you seen Gridiron Gang? I have seen parts of it. I haven't seen with, all of it. Oh, uh, with The Rock. Oh no, you you would love that movie. He's like on the. He, he, like, goes into a prison and he, like, makes them into a football team. Yeah. And uh, it's actually really good, but you wouldn't understand the joke if you didn't see it. But anyway, <laughs> I I have a, a conspiracy that I think Let's the go. only reason that they bring all this, uh, like, development into the player where you, like, really get to know them is because they're going to keep them. Like, um, we talked about EZ, the, the tackle struggling. Yeah. Now, I think that the people that really struggle so bad that they like uh, don't make the team, maybe we're not going to hear about them. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the players that the camera is showing you is struggling is going to be the guy that they take a chance on. Because remember, yeah. they they record this like um, 
we're ahead of time, right? Like, we see the episodes in the past. So, yeah, like, they yeah. already know who got cut, so they can cater these videos, like, mm-hmm. towards that. Um, you know, because you don't want to put too much time and energy into a player that gets cut. You know, imagine everybody <laughs> that they everybody that they interview and show I, backstory gets cut. And here's the thing, like, with Easy, you know, the offensive tackle, like, he was, like, laboring through that, those that training. You know what I mean? Like, he at one point, he was, like, hitting the sled, and the coach was like, hey, man, you got to get back here, and you got to do it again, because you're not putting all your effort. This man looks tired as fuck. And don't get me wrong. When I was in peewee football, and it was, like, the middle of, like, August, I didn't want to do shit either. I didn't want to hit the sled. I didn't want to do Oklahoma drills. Maybe Oklahoma drills is really fun, but you know what I <laughs> For mean? For some so people. He was laboring. Yeah, yeah, some people. And I feel like him... <laughs> He's going to be the one that really kind of gets all this exposure on camera, at least, and then just get cut, gets cut at the end. I don't know. That's just me. And that's kind of. And I was looking at the cuts on the Lions. None, none of the names that have popped up on Hard Knocks have been cut yet. Yeah. I uh, I mean, also, people show up to camp and they're out of shape if they don't take, yep. care, of the, take care of their bodies. Like you heard about. Um, do you remember Eddie Lacy? He was the Packers running back from Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember he showed up one time, like. I think it was like 50 to 70 pounds overweight. He was oh almost God. 300 pounds. Um, Holy so shit. Like, yeah. And they were like, no, dude, you can't. And that, then he like just fell off, you know, the NFL. Some people can't. Some people have the talent it takes to be in the NFL, but they don't have the discipline it mm-hmm. takes to have a career in the NFL long term. Um, so I might have just been one of those cases for, mm-hmm. you know, when you see guy huffing and puffing on his knees, like, <laughs> and everybody else is all right, you know, it may be the guy and not the, the, the system or the hot day, but yeah, 100%. It's also the position. Like those big guys are obviously going to get more tired than the, you know, skill positions. Yeah. yeah um, that's true. I and mean, you could tell he was getting fucking tired, dude. Yeah. What, what did you think about the receiver group with uh, Pimpleton trying to make a spot? Um, so Pimpleton is like, he was like really hot and cold, I think. Like because obviously they, you know, the, the the this episode also focused around the train, the joint training camp with the Colts. Which first of all it was really cool, like follow, like going through the woods, following to to the Colts training camp, and they had the two fields like next to each other. But it was just really cool, like just the whole like follow the green brick road, as one of the guys was saying, right? Like through the forest and into the, the field. Um, and and that was part of it where he was like he wasn't doing I think he was wasn't was doing really well during the practice with the Colts and then it came to game day and he was dropping a few passes he wasn't there they were bouncing off he missed a touchdown catch um, and he was just really mad at himself other than that though I mean there was there was another guy I forget his name um, I, I think it was like something like Kennedy or some shit like that. Where he has gotten like zero interviews, zero camera time, and he scored two touchdowns in that that game against the uh, the Colts. So he's he's going to be really impressive. I think he's a guy to look out for. But Pimpleton, like, first of all, it's hard to have a name like Pimpleton. I'm sure he got made fun yeah. in school a lot, <laughs> like a lot, a lot. Or he he was like, I'm a pimp. You know, he could have yeah, played. They it. call him pimp. They call yeah, him pimp. pimp. Pimp, yeah, he could have, you know, played it off and been like, no, 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 pimp. <laughs> yeah, but in the game he struggled at first, came up with a couple of clutch uh, 
uh, catches and like that two minute drill before the half with David Blow, Bluff, Blow, Blah, whatever the fuck <laughs> his last name is. Cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, blow. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so I think he's all right. Um, obviously, you, you know, you got a Mon, Mon Ross and Brown there that's probably going to be their number one. Um, Pimbleton may come in, may get a roster spot, but there's also a lot of receivers right now on the roster. Uh, so he may not make it into, you know, going off of his performance against the, the Colts, I'm going to lean more towards probably not. He's probably in the same boat as easy where they struggled and it showed and the, the chances of them making a spot on the team are pretty low. Maybe, maybe the training or the practice squad, but probably yeah. not on the actual team. Well, at least they're getting publicity with hard knocks, you know, so if they do become a free agent, like they'll, their name will be known. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was actually talking about the joint practice with the Colts. There was a coach talking about how he likes, um, you know, like those practices with the Colts or like anytime an NFL team brings in another NFL team to do yeah, a dr- like to practice together, it's more effective because if both teams decide, Hey, we want to work in our red zone, They'll go to the 20-yard line and do red zone mm-hmm. offense versus red zone defense for, you know, 30 minutes. And yeah. whereas a preseason game, you have to rely on the natural flow of the game to take you into those situations. Mm-hmm. They can kind of, you know, um, manually create the situations that they want to see out of their players in these practices. I almost wish that these practices were uh, live like the preseason games because I'm kind of more interested in the, in seeing those mm-hmm. than, you know, the preseason games when, like, you know, it's not really like anybody cares. Like, you got yeah. all your starters at, at yeah. in these practices. So it's like yeah. you really get to see, you know, your your best players against their best players. So um, did you get any looks at um, uh, Matt Ryan? How did Matt Ryan look? Uh, I, I honestly I can't remember if he played in the game because they really didn't mention his name. I, I I don't I didn't really get to see any any looks from Matt Ryan. Although there was at one point where there was a quarterback I think during the joint practice where one of the defensive guys I forget if he was like a nickelback or quarterback he was like hey number three's in he's not a runner he's not a runner let's get him <laughs> defense right and they were just like trying to. Blitz him and shit. But Ryan, I, I don't know. I didn't really get any looks at him. Again, they didn't mention him. Um, to be honest, I don't even remember if he played. Uh, so maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I didn't really take a look at him. I just know that um, the defense did really well at the end of the game to kind of stop, you know, the Colts from from getting into that the end zone there at the end. And, you know, that's where they kind of faltered against the Falcons in week one and then week two, right? Like Dan Kem comes back and he's like, that's exactly what we needed to do. You know, just because we couldn't get it done on the offense or blah, 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 this, we got it done on the defense. And all that matters is that we won, right? Because they were going for two. The Colts were going for two at the end there to get the win instead of just go for the tie. Um, so they wanted the win. And again, it's a preseason game. You're not going to see yeah. this in the regular season. Um, but, you know, that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to go for it in the lines, you know. The defense was like tough, and they stood up tough, and that's what happened. They they ended up winning the game. Yeah, it's cool to see like <clears throat> this like inside footage, you know, from even like yeah. the sideline footage and stuff like that. Uh, pretty cool stuff, and I know for the Broncos, the preseason hasn't meant much because um, our new coach has taken on um, 
the Sean McVay philosophy of like never mm. letting anybody valuable touch the field. Um, oh wow! We did have like one receiver we drafted get some reps in, but it's been like it's been people. I'm a big fan. It's been people that I don't know. You know, and I'm like, who's mm-hmm. that? Like, who is that guy? Where yeah. did he come from? I, like, I I love that because you always get surprised. <clears throat> like, there's always someone who like. Just does something, and you're just like, "Who is that? Is that all? Is that some? Is that just some like, um, like uh, just like some free agent that we invited to camp?" And it's like, "Okay, well, now he becomes maybe a stud. You know, gets on the practice yeah. squad. He gets called <laughs> up eventually because God knows the Bears need wide receivers, so they're trying out everybody." So. <laughs> <laughs> you call Kendall Hinton. He's been balling for us. The, Dude, I'm about I, I'm the, about to call Pimpleton and fucking get him over to Bears camp instead. <laughs> He's like, hey, you want to come to one team worse in the yeah. same division? <laughs> oh my god, we'll get into the power rankings later, but um, yeah, man. Other than that, Dan Campbell at the beginning of the episode did some fucking funny shit. You know, he symbolized the loss against the Falcons with like grabbing a pair of dusty ass pants, shaking them off, and he's like, "We got to shake off." this stuff from the loss, blah, 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 against the Falcons. And I'm just like, where does Dan Campbell get these ideas? You know what I mean? Like A visual representation, you know, (laughs) of what we need to do. He's good. He's good. I got to give it to him. This man's going to come up with some very creative ways to to motivate the players. And and you know what? I I, I fucking love it. I fucking love it. You think he's laying down at night and he's like, you know what? Tomorrow (laughs) I'm going to dump chalk all over my pants. And I'm going to beat him in front of everybody. And they will understand that we got to let it go. <laughs> Here's the thing. I do believe that. I yeah. 100% believe that. What These I think totally he does. shower thoughts. What, what I think he does, though, is he does it the night before, puts it in a Ziploc bag, takes it out the, no. that morning of practice, and just fucking does it. And I'm just like, oh, God. Imagine seeing Dan Campbell at your local Walmart <laughs> with, like, 20... 20- Cases of chalk, you know. <laughs> uh, what's up, Coach? What are you doing with all that chalk? <laughs> nothing, brother. Nothing, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just just it's, you know it's 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 about being men. Blah blah blah. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> no, the the cashiers are gonna be like, man, he must be writing up a lot of plays. Like, <laughs> meanwhile, he's, he's like grinding them up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's crushing it in his hand against his fucking forehead and just going <laughs> on it. Oh, headbutting him. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, Rodrigo looks like he's going to be a fucking Rodrigo is the one guy who is not like a starter, who is not like a high draft pick who looks like he is going to make the team. He was killing it during the, during the preseason game. He started at a will linebacker, I think, or middle linebacker. I forget which one they're giving him a lot of camera time. They're giving him a lot of playing time. And I think he's one of the guys that's going to make it. Uh, for sure on this team. Like, I feel like as, like, viewers watching this, it's kind of like, yeah, he's probably going to make it. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, he's playing really well. He loves to fucking hit people, and that, I think that's what Detroit wants, man. You know, you, they want that grit, and that's what they're getting from Rodrigo. So, yeah, um, it'll be fun to watch ahead. him. It'll just be fun to watch him, like, continue, maybe earn mm-hmm. himself a roster spot. That's why yeah. I love this, you know, that Rodrigo, that Rodrigo that you would never, in a, on a real Sunday, you exactly. know, know who he is. And you, yep. you're like, man, I've been watching him grind since August, you know. Yeah, it's just, again, one of those guys that walks on and you're just like, who the fuck is this guy? And it's just 
amazing. So that was episode three. I I love the joint practices, man. The joint practices are fun uh, because outside of like the actual preseason games, it kind of like people get physical. People are yelling at each other. People want to fight. Jamal Williams almost fought the entire fucking Colts team during the joint practice. So I'm really enjoying these joint practices, um, and it's just getting me ready for the season, which starts in a little over two weeks. Um, so you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't want to fight Jamal, <laughs> like, dude. I no, none of the motherfuckers wanted the smoke with Jamal Williams, dude. Remember Jamal Williams, the running back to the Ravens? He was like, yeah, one of uh, the, maybe. Yeah, he was like my favorite running back for a little bit when they had not Madden but uh, NFL Two K Five. I would. Uh, <laughs> wow, you're I, going back. Yeah, I would use uh, Jamal Williams. And uh, I remember my dad was like, I bet if you put on all Madden, you can't get 100 rushing yards with Jamal Williams. He, <laughs> he bet me like 20 bucks or something. Yeah. And I literally just ran the ball every play the whole game and ended up with like barely over 100 yards. And I'm like, see? <laughs> told you I could do it. I told I never you. saw the 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, hell no, no, no. Add it to the list of false promises. I saw daddy issues. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're, we're about to unearth some some shit deep down in, in Kyle's soul right here. Um, but yeah, man, another great episode. Uh, I know I loved it. I hope you loved it. I hope everybody listening loved it. Uh, I forget how many how many episodes do they do a season? Like six, seven? Like I think right there's before... yeah. I think there's like seven. But I think after this week, I I'm not sure. I think they released yeah. two at a time. Oh, okay, because they want to get it done, obviously, before the season starts. That makes sense. Yeah, but I'm not positive, but that's what I remember. Okay. Um, all right, all right. So, Shaquem Griffin retired from the NFL. Um, Shaquem Griffin was pretty well known coming out of college. He, yep, um, yep. had only one arm, and um, a lot of people... Um, admired his ability to, you know, make it to the NFL with such a limiting, you know, body part. Um, And he just decided to retire, and he's accepted a position to join the league's NFL legends community. And basically they just um, assist retired players, uh, mentor current and former players on everything from the transition into and out of the game and how to navigate mental health issues which we know with CTE and things like that, it's a really important. Huge. Um, I was actually watching a video yesterday of players that got CTE. Like, I literally YouTube like, CTE hits. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, kind of looking at how players change from Antonio Brown, uh, Antonio Brown, his uh, big hit, and how it's kind of linked with some behavioral issues. Or um, yeah. um, the middle linebacker to... Uh, the Chargers all those years. Oh, Junior Seau. Junior Seau. I was just looking yeah. at all this kind of stuff. So really glad to see, um, you know, NFL addressing mental health, especially with the kind of injuries that they take to their head on a daily basis. And yep. um, I'm I'm happy for him. I think, you know, I think it was a good move for him. He obviously wants to stay connected to the NFL, even if he, you know, no longer – can play or will play. I'm not sure if this was voluntary or nobody really wanted to pick him up, but we'll still be seeing him around, it looks like. Yeah, and I, that's kind of what I was thinking, you know, because you, you look at his stats, 46 games, only one start in the Seahawks, and, you know, 25 tackles, one sack, six QB hits, um, got a big sack in, uh, against Aaron Rodgers, I believe, in the 2019 playoff. So this guy wasn't like some – 
stud. Like, like no offense to him, but he wasn't some amazing player, you know, going out there and killing it. One start in 46 games with the Seahawks. But he still contributed, mostly on special teams, I believe. But he still contributed. And really, like, with the, with the things that he did, having only one hand, like, it's incredible what he did. Yeah. Um, he, 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 you know, overcame a lot of, like, shit. I mean, there's not – he's the only known player to play in the NFL with one hand. Like, yeah. that already itself is a fucking uh, uh, – just, like, one of the coolest things you could do. And, and you know, some – you know, I, I think there was a video at one point where he was, like – I think there was, like, a base, uh, football fan or whatever that, you know, came to meet him. And that football fan, it was, like, a kid. It was, like, a toddler. He also had one hand, right? And so it's just oh, kind of yeah. brings – you remember that? That's like a touching yeah. moment between a oh, kid and like a football player. Yeah. So it's really cool. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's it's great for him to do this. And, you know, he, he mentions he's like plan A. He's like this was always plan A because his dad would always talk to him. He's like, hey, you always got to help people. Plan A. Plan B is playing football. Plan A is helping people. And then he's like, for me, it was always to help people. So this is one great way for him to not only continue his work in the NFL, but to help people out with – Again, the, the the mental health issues transitioning into and out of the game because I'm sure that's hard for people. Um, you hear yeah. a lot of retirees like talk about it. Like, I wish I could play one more game to feel the camaraderie in the locker room, to hear the noise of the crowd as you go out the tunnel, to hit the grass, to catch a football, to get a tackle. You know, because that shit I'm sure weighs a lot on these guys um, because they played football basically their entire lives um, yeah i mean imagine so, uh like we we talked about it, like i know a lot of players i mean just over my years of watching the broncos and listening to press conferences mm-hmm. i know a lot of players that um you know you can tell obviously you know i'm not trying to be mean but didn't take education like very serious because they knew they were going to yeah. get drafted so i mean imagine you know from because i remember these guys that make it to the NFL, they started playing football at probably like five, six years old. And if they really loved it, like that's all they've known their whole life. And when you have jobs that are like pinnacle jobs, like let's say, um, um, you know, NFL, NBA player, um, you get this Mm -hmm. a lot from veterans that have served in the military. Like sometimes people don't know like how to take, you know, a next step without digressing because of yeah. how, you know, prestigious their job title was. Yeah, um, and it's, it's 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 a routine too, you know? Exactly, yeah. So um, luckily, you know, for him, he seemed, I've seen a lot of interviews with him, and he seemed, you know, like very educated. Um, and, you know, he he knows what he's going to do, but it's just like, you know, it's, uh, it's important to know that I'm kind of going through a transition right now, so I yeah. can... Uh, you know, I can really respect somebody taking a job to help people, you know, in like these transitions because those transitions can get really depressing when you don't know what you're supposed to be doing next, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man, you know, it's it's good for him. You know, again, he was the first thing for him was like, I want to help people. And now he's going to be able to do it. So, you know, he, he only played, I think, uh, three seasons total. But again, all the things he overcame to kind of have the, the, the career. They made a lot of money on the way, so good for him. Yeah. Um, if the, if, and the last thing I'll say about him, but 
if the only reason he made it to the NFL was to give, you know, like thousands of, you know, prosthetic kids hope that, you know, they could one day play in the yeah. NFL. Like that is such, you know, then it's all worth it because think think about how, you know, that pushes you through college even, you know, if you're good enough mm-hmm. at football, you can go to college for free and, you know, you can get an education and even if you don't get drafted, like, you know, it wasn't, it was because somebody showed you that it can be done that you've yep. achieved all of this. It's not about making it to the NFL. It's that knowing that that's a goal for all these kids now. Where before him, it was like, you you can't do that. Like, I mean, yep. be like, you, how many people probably told kids until, you know, before that, like, hey, man, like, let's try to get realistic with your expectations. These are the best, <laughs> a- best athletes in the yep. world. You're yep. not going to make it to the NFL with one, exactly. you know, hand. So Exactly. I think it, just getting he drafted, he did, he did it. Like the day he mm-hmm. was drafted, he already did it. You know, in yeah. my opinion, he should have a, a statue in the Hall of Fame for that. Yeah, and he did it. Good for him. You know, again, a lot of people are looking up to that guy. Um, we mentioned it a little bit during the uh, Hard Knocks episode breakdown, but the NFL power rankings are out. And there's been some adjustments. Uh,. And we'll kind of talk about it. So, I'll kind of go down the list, and you let me know what you think, because okay. there's a lot of a lot of teams in the top ten from the same exact uh, divisions. Oh, yeah, from the same exact divisions. Oh my god, I put the 49ers in the NFC South. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, so, number one, the Bills from the AFC East. I I, I think. I no think arguing that's, there. Yeah. Number two, the Rams, NFC West. Yeah, that should be there. I like it. And the, now let's think about that, right? The top two teams in this power rankings are going up against each other Thursday night football to start the season off. Yeah, and that's why the NFL did it is because exactly. it's, it's truly a battle of, like, top dog. Like, whoever wins mm-hmm. that game, the power rankings will adjust for the next week, you know? And I think it just, at that point, it's like, okay, well, now this team's the favorite for the Super Bowl or something like that, right? Yeah. Number three, number three, uh, the Bucks. NFC Absolutely South. not. I was, I, and I knew you were going to say that, too, because I was like, there's no way the Bucks are higher than a lot of these other teams. A lot, so just, just for example, the next one are the 49ers. At number four in the power rankings are the 49ers. Yeah, the I 40- can't get behind that. I can't either. The 49ers have probably, besides the Bills, the best roster, all-around roster in the NFL. But the Mm -hmm. problem is they have Trey Lance. You can't put him at number four before Trey Lance has even taken a snap. Like, this is the most idiotic. Like, you can't do that. You don't have a – like, you're going to put Trey Lance – because let's face it, we're talking quarterbacks here. So we got number one, we have Josh Allen. Number two, you know, we have – uh, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, and then you put Tom Brady there because he's Tom Brady. Yep. But now you got Trey Lance over the guy that just took his team with no offensive lineman to a Super yep. Bowl. And <laughs> if wouldn't if what's his face went to got sacked, uh, Jamar Chase like burned Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, they were up three. I think they were up in that game with like seven minutes to go. Like the Bengals yep. almost won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and they got a lot of people forget that. They, yeah, they almost won the Super Bowl, and they got better. And 
I think the mm-hmm. Rams got maybe they you know they got the addition of uh, Robinson, Allen Robinson, but at the same time, like they lost Von Miller, and he was very crucial. That di- that was a very crucial duo. All I'm mm-hmm. saying, I'm not saying the Rams aren't going to compete. All I'm saying is, you you are. This is so wrong that the Bengals, in my opinion, should be number three, and you got them behind a team with a guy that's only started in the NFL for one game because yeah. they said he's doing good in practice. Yeah. Practice? Practice? We talking practice? about practice? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Playoffs. Dude, the disrespect. Just yeah. the sheer disrespect. Like, I'm and not even a Bengals fan, but you need to put some respect on their names. They're number three. They 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 have to be. And even, and even at that point, that they might could be number two. They could be number two. Well, well, but but even you saying that can be contentious because 49ers are four, Bengals are five, and then sixth and seventh, you have the Packers and the Chiefs, NFC North the and NFC West, respectively. I don't even have the Packers winning the North this year. <laughs> I have the Vikings winning the North. But you make fun of me for picking the Steelers. I fucking hate dude. You. The Packers. I like. I'm. A, <laughs> I like the Packers, but the Vikings are going to be good this year, and the Packers yep. don't have a receiver. Uh, like what? What is so confusing about Devontae Adams had like 160 <laughs> targets last year? Who's going to get those? Who are those going to? Lazard. Lazard. Like no, and, and Sammy there, Watkins, dude. <laughs> All and, there, and then on top of that, you got Aaron Rodgers. Like kind of like I'm not saying as long as Aaron Rodgers is on the team, they're gonna compete. They're gonna yeah. compete. I'm not saying the Packers are screwed because of the trade, but you got them at number six out of 32 teams. Um, I think the Packers should be at the highest at 10. At the highest. Really? Well, and and that's true because the Chiefs follow them at seven, and then another AFC West team. The Broncos, the and Chiefs. then Sorry, another I'm AFC so West mad. team, the Chargers. Yeah, well, at I, number eight or not number nine. So seven, eight, nine are the are are the AFC West teams: Chiefs, Broncos, and Chargers. Yeah, then, and then eleven's the Raiders. Yep, you have ten Ravens, and then you have eleven Raiders. So I only did the first eleven because I thought it was interesting that one the Niners are are up there are higher than the Chiefs, Broncos, uh, and Chargers. All of those teams. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? So that's what <laughs> I wanted to get they your have a good roster. And that's what I wanted to get your opinion. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. The 49ers, that's what I wanted to get your opinion about, though, because... Yeah. No, the 49ers have, have a very good roster. The problem yep. is their quarterback right now is Trey Lance. And even if their quarterback... Like, listen... Let's take a step back. If Jimmy G was their quarterback, would they be ranked number four? No. No. Absolutely not. So Jimmy G took them to a Super Bowl. Yeah, he lost. Mm-hmm. But he took them to an NFC Championship game. Like, say what you want about Jimmy G. Like, he wins more than he loses when he's in the game. And we mm-hmm. can't say that about Trey Lance because he's lost his starting game that he started. And he didn't look very good. Yeah. You know, like, these are power rankings. These are not power projections. So mm-hmm. we are not power ranking based on what we think will happen. Like, if I thought today that Trey Lance was going to develop at the end of the season into a better quarterback than Jimmy G, 
the, what the hell does that have to do with the power rankings right now today? Yep. If 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 these teams had to go up against each other, who do I think would win? Broncos 49ers, they're playing week three, so we'll find that out really quick. But mm-hmm. I know that the Chiefs, as long as they have Patrick Mahomes, they've never been uh, out of an AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. So um, now all of a sudden you got... You know what? The Chiefs fall to seven because Tyreek Hill's yep. gone. Like, yep. dude, the the what? Tyreek Hill wasn't Tyreek Hill until Patrick Mahomes was there. Like, Tyreek yep. Hill was like, I know people talked about him and he was really good and he was really fast. But like, they think about it like this: when Alex Smith was quarterback, Tyreek Hill didn't make them a contender. So now yep. that Tyreek Hill's gone and Patrick Mahomes, the guy that made them a contender. That's your constant. It's Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is going to play backyard football. He's going to be really good. Like As long as Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, the the version we know him as, mm-hmm. the Chiefs should never be ranked less than, I'll say, six tops. But they should probably be in the top be five. top five. Top as five. long as the best quarterback in the world is on their team. Because why are yep. the Bucks there? Because Tom Brady, <laughs> you know? Tom yeah. Brady, Patrick Mahomes, head to head, pick a guy like uh, Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably uh, dude, Patty Mahomes. Patrick I, Mahomes. I, 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 he's he beat him in the Super Bowl, though. I mean, that whole defense was atrocious, though. Like that was. Yeah, you could hardly true. blame that. And the and the Bucks the, had a really good defense. I mean, the, um, the but they won a Super Bowl too. You know, the biggest the biggest thing I see here, right, and it it's. The only reason I added the eleventh, you know, team in the powering is because it's the Raiders. And if the Raiders eked into the top ten, you would have the entire AFC West in the top ten power rankings right now. And we've said it before in like the first one or two episodes of the show, the AFC West is going to be must watch football this year because of how great these teams are. That's really what stood out to me. Uh, from this list and again we've been saying it this entire time but like the Bills are already favored to win the the Super Bowl what I don't get is like why one of the, why not one of these AFC West teams is like is favored to win the Super Bowl that to me is kind of crazy because you have the <clears throat> entire division in the top 11 teams in the power rankings right now they all have good quarterbacks they have good weapons their defenses might be I, – I don't know. I, I guess I would go with Broncos or the Chargers as the best defense out of the four. But, you know, the, again, these these guys are in the top 11 right now in the power rankings two weeks before the season. Why are I they have, not favored? I I personally think um, – Kyle's been personally attacked. <laughs> and I was offended. What was that? What's that meme? And that, that and, and I took that personally. And I took that personally, yeah. Yeah. No, but I think the Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, and Raiders are going to be in really good shape come playoff time because they're forced to have two, four, six games against a playoff team in their division. You know what I mean? And that that uh, as Dan Campbell says, that causes a that that's a lot of grit. Like they asked, um, yeah, they asked Russell Wilson about that. Like, what do you think about coming into the AFC West that's loaded? And he was like, How are we supposed to get ready to win a Super Bowl? If we want to play in a soft division, why do you think the Packers keep going to the NFC Championship with these amazing records and doing and nothing? 
because they're not playing anybody in their division. They got a ticket, and the same thing New England did for all those years, besides Tom Brady knew how to win in the playoffs, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't. So, like, the the usually the team that kind of makes that push in the playoffs and knows how to win those close games had a tough division remember the seahawks when the 49ers were good and the cardinals were good it was Mm -hmm. like seahawks 49ers cardinals it was like damn that division is good i think seahawks um like i think maybe even two of those teams were in the nfc championship game so like this is gonna i don't to answer your question i don't know why i think it's because they believe i think they believe the broncos chiefs chargers and raiders will be good but mm-hmm. not quite good enough to win a Super Bowl because they'll have to play the Bills. And they got the yeah. Bills, you know, the road to the Super Bowl is going to go through the Bills, and it's probably going to go through Buffalo. I got them going 15-2 and two this year. So, like, I think that the odds are low that a team goes to Buffalo um, in an AFC Championship game and beats Buffalo. But it's not like it can't be done. And Buffalo does have a curse. You know, they've been to like seven I mean, Super yeah, Bowls. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and, and and you mentioned, you know, like like the, the, these quarterbacks going to the playoffs losing. The AFC West has two quarterbacks who have won Super Bowls. Derek Carr is probably the worst of the four. And, he's, and I would still love him on the Bears. I would love him on a lot of teams. And, yeah. And you've, and you've got um, – He's a leader. Uh, yeah, and you've got Herbert – on the Chargers, who has proven he's he's pretty damn good. Yeah, he's so, thrown uh, the most passing yards in any quarterback's first two seasons. Uh, yeah, so so like again, I just don't understand. Like, don't get me wrong, I love the Bills, I love Josh Allen, and I love the Bills, and I do think, like you said, the AFC is going to run through Buffalo. Um, you know, pending any injuries, uh, knock on knock on wood there um, <clears throat> for the Bills, but I still think it's kind of disrespectful to to favor the Bills over, like, the AFC West in general because of the, the, they're, they're so good. They, they already are projected to be so good. So Yeah, and there's the difference between being like, well, Russell Wilson's never took a snap for the Broncos because like, I was just saying Trey Lance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, we know who Russell Wilson is. We don't know who Trey Lance is. So that's, like, the difference. Like, uh, we're going to get the same Russell Wilson that was in Seattle. You know, and we're going to see really quick when Seattle goes 3-14 and 14 this year, mm-hmm. like, who Russell Wilson really was. I mean, he's been disrespected. Yeah. Dude, he was number 62 on the top 100 players list. And there was, like, I think it was, like, uh, who was it? I think uh, it was, like, Kirk Cousins was ranked higher than him. Like he was, oh, no. He, it was, like, a quarterback like oh, that. Oh, no, it was God. Dak Prescott. Dak was ra- ranked, like, 42 and Russell Wilson no was ranked way. 61 or 62. And I'm like, you got Dak over Russell Wilson? Like, you'll just wait. Like, we just need <laughs> one year of Seattle to just yeah. fall apart without yeah. Russell Wilson there and the Broncos to go to an AFC championship game to be and, like, maybe it's Russell Wilson. And look, I I know for sure Seattle with the fucking QB competition they have between Geno Smith and Drew Locke <laughs> are going to have a terrible season. But I do think if you take Dak Prescott out of Dallas, that Dallas team is no longer the favorite in the East uh, and then it's the East. But why? But again, I will say I think you, just you think just Dallas in what is I've the seen, favorite. 
in the NFC East? Yeah. Probably, yeah, I would say so. Over the Giants, over the Commanders, over the uh, – who else is in the East again? Uh, that's the team I got, the Eagles. Oh, the Eagles, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, for sure. Um, I hope so. But, I need the Eagles again, to lose week one to the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, exactly, right? And and that's just – and again, but I think Russell Wilson is still way better than Dak Prescott. You know, he's shown he can win in the playoffs. Dak Prescott can barely get in the playoffs. So <laughs> – can't manage that's the just game. one thing and one one other team that i added on this nfl power rankings list that i want to talk about number 32 uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> the fucking bears come in last in the power rankings look that's disrespectful i get it i get it we <laughs> suck i know we fucking suck we don't have anything to look forward to we got rid of khalil mack our defense is n- probably not where it was at the last couple years but to say that we're worse than the Texans, than the Jaguars, <laughs> than the Falcons, I that's disrespectful as fuck to me. What's it I, like? It's terrible. I've never seen the Bears this bad, this, this ranked this low. I think not. A, I think the lowest they've been ranked like this has been before Mitch when we had a. Uh, oh my God, the long necked guy, whatever his fucking name is, at quarterback. We gave him like. $30 million or something like that. I forget his name. Um, but, yeah. Kyle just, Orton? No, 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 no. That was way back in, like, the early 2000s, early mid-2000s. This I'm talking about after Cutler. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I forget his name. I, I, that's, I, that is disrespectful as fuck. I like the Lions, and I'm liking them more over, you know, while watching uh, Hard Knocks, but... They've got to be somewhere around where the Lions are at. I don't even know where the Lions are at. They're probably like mid twenties, you know, late twenties. But I, I they've got to be around the same same level there. I mean, I think uh, the top five in the power rankings are usually really accurate. Mm-hmm. And then after week one, you'll see a team jump from like thirty two to like twenty one. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Like those mm-hmm. teams in the very back are the ones that have like the most. Um, I guess ambiguity to them, mm-hmm. like they are like uh, the Bears are supposed to suck because I don't. I mean, all they have is Darnell Mooney, like yeah. you know. Um, so you know, and then the Bears go out and they have a really good game, and they're mm-hmm. like, well, I guess they're all like playing better than we expected. And the next thing you know, they'll jump like ten spots because I know. Uh, that happened to the Broncos when we like lost three in a row, and then we won a game and we jumped up because we beat oh, the really? Cowboys like forty to three. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was like thirty three to zero in the third quarter, and we were in Dallas, I, and that and, was last and look, year. And week one is going to be against the Bucks, or I'm sorry, the uh, the, oh. the the Niners. Yeah, so, dude. So imagine that. Like, if, they if you win, guys win yeah. that game, I hope they don't because I pick Niners, but. <laughs> If they do, you're you're gonna jump from like 32 to like 19. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say at least mid to late teens there. I think with 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 a win, with a convincing win, they could probably get up to like 15. 16. That'd be funny if you stay at 32 and the the 49ers go to 31. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so fucking mad at the NFL. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like, well, now we um, know how bad the 49ers are, but they still have a higher ceiling than the Bears. 
Trey Lance is better than Justin Fields, even though they have the same exact career so far. Um, yeah, so I wanted to mention that because as a Bears fan and anybody out there who's listening who is a Bears fan, we should take this as disrespect. The Bears team, Justin Fields, Mooney, Roquan Smith, now that he's back on the team, all these guys should look at this ranking and be like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And if they should I would, absolutely it, <laughs> be be mad. If I was ranked 32 and I was a Chicago fan, I would be embarrassed. I hate you. And that's the end of the show. Thank you, Kyle, for coming. <laughs> Has anybody made that joke before? No. Embarrassed? Of course you did. You should make a shirt. Of course you did. <laughs> hey, actually, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, embarrassed. That'd be good. Fuck. I hate that you had such a great idea. Anyway, so that's the NFL power rankings. Again, bullshit. I, I just, all that all that AFC West, all those AFC West teams on there, and, you know, the Steelers aren't on there. Um, so, yeah. Because What's they're going to win the division. <laughs> they're they're going to win the division, dude. What are you talking about? Um, on, another interesting team that isn't on there. Ravens. The Browns. Clearly... Deshaun Watson's not, not going to play. And I think we fucked up last week. Dude, I figured we, it out. I we didn't take out. into account the bye week. Yeah, I figured it exactly. out on my own, though. Me too. Did you? Yeah. I was like, how, though? And it finally came to me. I was like, oh, the bye week. Because it has to be games, not weeks. Games, not yeah, weeks. Yeah. Exactly. No, no. I mean, it's an honest mistake. Like, so, so anybody listening last week that was like screaming at at their in their car at their phone, whatever, was like, <laughs> they have a bye week, you idiots. We know. We apologize. No, you no, didn't no, no, break no. any news. They weren't doing that. They were at work. Like, yeah, you retard. They're not playing the Texans. <laughs> He's coming back. To- now they're like, oh shit! I got a lot of explaining to do at work. Oh my god! Yeah, right. Uh, they were the ones saying that shit. No, these guys on the podcast. I swear <laughs> to God, they said it. They figured it out. Um, but with that, former quarterback of the Browns, Baker Mayfield, looks like he's making strides, and it looks yeah. like he was named the starter. He was named the starter. I was actually um, driving home from the gym when I heard the the press conference and. I uh, I gotta say I was actually really impressed. They asked him. Let me see. What are the important things they asked him? They asked him the first person that he texted, and he said his wife, who's still packing up everything from Cleveland, <laughs> so he's in the doghouse for not being there. He of course, said of um, he actually became really good friends with Sam Darnold, like in the process. Um, They're both here to just help you know Carolina win, and they were both you know wanting to win that job, but obviously. They gave it to Baker and yep. Sam Darnold's been a really good. They've both been really good sports about it. They asked him about the game in Cleveland and what's it gonna feel like to be there. And he was like, "I'm not gonna pretend to be like some robot. Like, yeah, it's gonna be really emotional and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna manifest or like pre whatever. You know, start thinking about what I'm gonna do and thoughts. Um, I'll just do me. You know, when I get in between the the white lines. So. He's uh, he's a starter. He sounded very, very like mature. Um, he sounded mm-hmm. very team oriented, um, and he's gonna start in his first game, kind of like Russell Wilson is gonna be against his old team. Not as you know significant, but still like pretty cool. I, I don't know. I think that's. Pre- I, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's as significant as 
Russ going against Seahawks because he won a Super Bowl there. But I think it's significant in its own way. Where well, Andy played like, a basically, decade. Exactly. But I you think it's, it's significant in its own way because they basically were like, yeah, we don't want you here anymore. And yeah. they requested a trade. They didn't want to trade him. They got Deshaun Watson, and then they traded him away. That is so, what makes it a little different. Yeah. But, but there's that same thing going on in Seattle. Like Everybody's <laughs> like, Russ wanted out. We hate him. I got in an argument with a Seahawks fan the other day for like 30 minutes because he's like, I hate Russell Wilson. <laughs> no, no, no. This was real oh, life. Okay, fuck. He was like, I hate Russell Wilson so much and all this stuff. And I'm like, why? And he was like, oh, because uh, they were saying that he was talking crap behind closed doors and stuff. And I'm like, dude, like Russell Wilson doesn't what? do Russell Wilson doesn't do anything like to he's not a news breaking story guy. Like he said, F you this, you know, he's very quiet and methodical yeah. about everything he says. He's like a politician on the podium, really. Yeah. Um, so like any story you hear is going to get, you know, blown out of proportion and because, you know, the way he lives his life, he's under a microscope. And people are always looking for something to correct. You know, it's just people, especially Twitter people. They're always looking for <laughs> something to bitch about and complain or fucking comment about something that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Be prepared like, for Kyle's Twitter handle at the end of the show so you can come <laughs> So we weren't even talking about that. Get the hell out of here, Steven. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, there's a lot of animosity from Seattle, and mm -hmm. that's the difference. Is Russell Wilson left. Baker Mayfield, he left, but it wasn't until he knew that they were trying to bring in Deshaun. So, like, yep. the Browns fans, I guarantee you when they announce Baker, they're going to be cheering and stuff. When Russ gets announced, that whole place is going to be a boo fest. Like, you're going to yeah. feel the vibrations from the booing. So, <laughs> the... You know, it's almost like for Baker, I bet he wishes it was a home game for him. Yeah, I bet. I, honestly, that that would probably be better just for him being on a new team and just, like, him getting in his rhythm. Instead, yeah. he's going to have to, like, get the fucking... And like, who's going to start for Cleveland? Jacoby Brissett? Jacoby Brissett. You know, imagine <laughs> if he loses to Jacoby Brissett. Dude. Dude, can I, you imagine? There's so many must-watch week one NFL games. I know, oh and I'm going to watch all of them. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to do, we promise you guys, the, 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 the Thursday before the season starts, well, the Thursday the season starts, when, the, when our episode comes out, we will have the full week one predictions list for myself and Kyle. Um, and the next week we're going to give you guys division predictions. Uh, I think we tried to do that during the, the, the schedule release, but this is before all the preseason and injury shit happen. But Trades, we're going to get you that for yeah, sure. All that. Exactly. But yeah, dude, could you imagine if he loses to Jacoby Brissett in week one? Oh, I my mean, God. But I, I don't know. Because these two teams kind of suck. The the Browns have like dude, one, one Browns, weapon. Who? Njoku? That's no, it? No. They got, they got Amari Cooper. They, yeah, got, yeah. they got Kareem Hunt. They still oh, have... Oh, yeah, true, the running backs. I, I, yeah, they got probably right, the right. best dual running backs with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And then they bring in Amari Cooper. And, yeah, you, you brought up their tight end. Um, and then on defense, they're solid on defense besides Miles um, Garrett's going to be out for, like, six weeks um, or he? something I like that. I thought he was going to start. No, I, I think he's dealing with an injury, so he won't be ready oh, until, okay. like, week six or something. So, But... 
even without Miles Garrett, like the, Still pretty decent. the Browns should. That's the weird thing about what's hard to gauge about Baker was like the Browns seemed like they had um, a superstar roster, so you know it seemed like they should have yeah. gone you know to a Super Bowl, and Baker took them to the playoffs. So it's like was and you know they were so bad before Baker. It's like is it mm-hmm. the roster or is it Baker? Mm-hmm. And the ownership was like it's the roster. Well, we're about to find out what that roster is without a quarterback. Yep, and yep, I'm yep. pretty sure Baker wouldn't. Yeah, you know, I bet the he would love it if Deshaun Watson played. I bet that would get him so juiced up. Well, yeah, oh, man, that actually. I was gonna bring up real quick. Uh, that would be great to see. But like, how hard I think? How hard do you think the Seahawks are kicking themselves for not even attempting to get Baker? Not at all. You don't think so? No, they got a really good situation going right now. Everybody's so happy in uh, Steelers With City. Drew Steel Locke? City. Oh, you're Seattle. 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 I think said Pittsburgh. No, 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 no. Seattle. Did I say oh, Pittsburgh? Yeah. No, I said Seattle. Oh, okay. We'll we'll listen. I'll see. <laughs> we'll see who's right. No, <laughs> I I don't think Seattle wanted. Um, I don't know, dude. I think they believe in like. Fucking Drew Locke. I don't know why. <laughs> no, I think Drew Locke. Look, we got the same situation oh, going good. on with our guys. Like, your guys in Pittsburgh and mine's in Seattle. Like, I think Drew Locke could still be a good quarterback in this league. Like, I think he could. <sighs> I, I just think the turn, like Mitch. I think he's going to. I just think we didn't give him any time. And then. Dude, Vic Vangio yeah. was literally the worst scenario possible for a young quarterback. He gave him That's no true. confidence. He had terrible <laughs> play calling. Like, it was such a bad scenario. I couldn't imagine how much better Drew Locke would have been under, you know, even the coach we have now. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, bad coaching. Why do you think Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky seem like they're kicking ass in preseason? Because they're playing with Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin knows how to make a winner, baby. Winning is a way of life. That's what Mike Tomlin does. He wins. That's right. He's, he's That's never right. he's never had a losing season because all he does is win, 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 no matter no what. no matter what. <laughs> That's Mike Tomlin. No Ben, Big Ben, you know, racist quarterback. I'll win with anybody. <laughs> he like <laughs> Mike Tomlin. Can you imagine, can you imagine if he had gotten Deshaun Watson? Oh my God. Oh, he would, oh, dude. That's probably God. why he wasn't even looking. You never heard about Mike Tomlin going for Deshaun. Never. No, absolutely not. He never would. <laughs> never would. Not in a million years. Uh, well, he just got a weird, creepy facial hair. I never cared about his facial hair until all this stuff happened, and now I'm like, you're gross, dude. I bet your facial hair smells like booty hole. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about Deshaun Watson or who are we talking about? No, Deshaun Watson. Oh, okay. That's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. His weird pervert facial. Mike Tomlin grows a nice, manly, strong beard. He, yes, he grows a very non-predator-like beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, and it's um, weird. Like stereotypes are a thing for a reason. Like you see pervert facial hair, and Deshaun Watson does pervert things, and you're like, yeah, that. <laughs> that's why we've been saying that it for checks. years. That yeah, does exactly. Check. Yeah. It's like I don't know who wrote this rule. But it's real. It it's a real thing. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your friends 
<laughs> Tell we your have friends. To, we have to now. We now. I think eventually we're gonna have to uh, rate and judge every NFL player's or the the creepiest facial hair in the NFL. Obviously, oh, that would be awesome. Oh, dude, that would be great. I think we should do that eventually. And, and we then will. we got it we strongest, strongest too. Yes. Um, yes. Fitzpatrick's gone, obviously, so that one's gone. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> probably Ryan Fitzpatrick. had the best. Um, he did. He did. Yeah, I can't think of another court. I know Aaron can grow a beard when he wants to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he looked else? like fucking what was Nicholas Cage when he when he when he showed oh, yeah. up in the camp. So <laughs> he did. That was Let's already a power that. alpha move too. Oh yeah, dude, showing up as, <laughs> and then he got a haircut. Where you? I was kind of upset. Did I'm he get a haircut? He cut it all off, man. Oh, I had no idea. I think that I was know. just like his ayahuasca hairdo. It was like he was letting go of the past and embracing what's new. <laughs> <laughs> You're so deep, dude. You're so deep. Dude, I, I was it. doing ayahuasca with him, just in different places. <laughs> <laughs> we were in Cali, just fucking getting high as shit. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, we, we, we actually should judge the facial hairs of people. I don't know. That's going to be great. Tom Brady, does he even grow a grow. beard? He can't. I don't think he can, right? He's just he's just so vegan and so, you know, like, he just eats the, the, the most healthiest <laughs> things that I don't think he can grow a manly beard like that. I think you grow one because you eat red meat, right? I think that's I mean, a science he, fact. He, I don't know. He has a lot of testosterone to play in the quarterback for so long like you can't be like you know if you have too much estrogen your career is not going to last 20 years i'm just let's just be real like you're getting hit by 280 pound men like you need a little fuck you need that uh so like that's why like you got your rex grossman's you didn't make it you're fucking yeah uh what was his name from the Raiders that we mentioned a couple episodes ago? Oh, um, uh, oh, Jamarcus, <laughs> Jamarcus Jamar- Russell, Jamarcus Russell's. He couldn't make it. Like those guys, they had too much estrogen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't oh, say everybody that doesn't make it has too much estrogen. I said That's some of the players. What Kyle said. All right, all right. <laughs> but let the uh, the audience do the discernment on that. But we'll let we'll let the Twitter get at you. Yeah, we should do like like quick fun segments like that, like worst facial hair, best facial hair, uh, even like best hairdo, best yep. dressed press conference after the game. That would be a good one too. Ryan Fitzpatrick and wearing fucking Deshaun Jackson's clothes. You remember that? But we're never gonna get that again. We gotta Ever. stop. We're never yeah. gonna get that again. Never. That no, will never no. happen again. No. Kind of like how the NBA. Fit. I was gonna say kind of <laughs> like how the NBA does their like pregame fits. Uh, the NFL is get, they do their post game fits and I fucking love it. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm um, so ready. I'm so ready oh, for all, all right. of it. Well, we went off track there. It's still fun, but all right. Some notable injuries into this season. I just, I just wanted to get some. Gus Edwards from the Ravens had a knee injury. Expected back in week five. Chase Young from the Commanders torn ACL in November. Will miss the first four weeks of the season. No early return. He, I'm sure, a guy like Chase Young. Wanted to come back week one, but he just Definitely. He, he's not going to be able to make it. And then uh, number one or not number one pick. I forget. Oh, I well, think I'm thinking first... of Chase Young. I said Miles Garrett. I might have been thinking of Chase Young. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because Miles Garrett said when he was going to when he was uh, talking about the uh, the game against the Panthers, he's like, yeah, this, this isn't a rivalry game by any means. You know, it's like I played with this guy forever. You know, for as long as I've been here. So oh, I don't that's think it's going to cool. be anything crazy. Yeah. 
And then uh, first-round pick for the Giants, Kayvon Thibodeau. Sprained MCL, may miss week one, may come back week two. We'll see how that goes. But he got I don't know, blocked. do you have any... Yeah, Sorry? he got he got blocked in the kneecap, like chopped at. Oh, it was yeah, like a yeah, chop yeah. block. But yeah. uh, it was an offensive player, and it happened within the tackle box. So it was legal. And there was players that were going out. Actually, the one I was probably most surprised with out of all the NFL players that spoke yeah. out about it was the uh, uh, Micah Parsons tweet, who was the defensive player of the year. And when he accepted mm-hmm. his, his, uh, his award, he was like very, like, well-spoken, like, I just want to thank God, and, like, I can't yeah. believe I'm here. Like, I was not expecting him to tweet like this because it was so different. Mm-hmm. But it was just, like, uh, the NFL, like, is fucked up, and, like, we're grown-ass men. Like, this is the NFL. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, dude, you could tell there's a lot of players that are pissed off about it because it's such a, oh, uh, yeah. it's it's, like, it's legal, so, like, players that are intimidated, especially the running backs that are supposed to block for the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks in the pocket, like third down, you're going to bring in your best blocking uh, running back so yeah. that if somebody gets free, your your running back's supposed to pick him up. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the running back's way smaller, and it's J.J. Watt or T.J. Watt or, you know, one of these big motherfuckers running at you, and you're like, and you know, this is an acceptable thing is to just – you know, chop their quick, knees quick off. little chop, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I do think the NFL has to review that. Like, there's no scenario where you should be able to throw your helmet into somebody's knees. Um, you know, that's, that's just, at and, some point, like, this is their livelihood. Like, this is how they make their money. Like, in you any imagine, profession, you know, you, you can't Could you imagine just, taking, exactly, could you imagine taking somebody's career away because of something like that? Yeah. This, like, the, Kate, it's the NFL. lucky it was just a sprain. You know so I mean? lucky. He was yeah. parted off. I mean, yeah. that was like, and uh, yeah, like in Pop Warner, it's like, oh, okay, like this is just like a part of my life. Like when you're in the NFL, like this is your whole entire life. Like this is what your year revolves around, your diet revolves around, where your family moves, like how you mm-hmm. provide for your family. Like it's so much more yeah. than just like getting injured in a sport. And if you can't, if people can't see that, then they're they're not very smart. It's, like, very important for these people to stay healthy, and especially players that are on prove-it contracts, one-year yep. deals. I had a personal family friend that was drafted. Then he went to Cle- uh, Cincinnati. He played with Chad Ochocinco for a little bit, and then he went to yeah. uh, Houston, and then he was on a one-year deal, but then he did really good, and he got, like, a two-year deal. Then he did even better, and then he got yep. a four-year deal. And... We don't hear about these players. The only reason I know about them because he's my dad's buddy. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of the NFL, 80%, it's a grind, like a, a yearly yeah. grind. It's a yearly grind. Like, we we pay attention to these guys, you know, the Von Millers and the Tom Brady's. The superstars. Like, exactly. But for, like, 80% of the NFL players, it's a, it's a yearly grind, and they'll never know when they'll make more money. Like, mm-hmm. this could be my last paycheck in the NFL, and I don't mm-hmm. have any more, like, skills at this moment. Uh, so, yeah, when somebody goes at your kneecaps to try to take you out, you know, for the year, because they're not man enough to block you above, you know, in the chest area. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 personal. It's, it's not a problem. Even, it's a problem. Yeah, it's a real problem. It's, like, very, very, very personal. And if they... 
you know, if they had weapons on the field, they'd probably start swinging them on, on these people for doing that. Because <laughs> it's that serious, you know? Yeah. It really is. It's like yeah. my kid is relying on me to have a good year so that I can put her in the house that I want to put her in. And you just came at my kneecap, and I might never get – I may never recover from an ACL. Yep. It's not a given that people recover from MCL, ACL. We're so, like, accustomed to, like, ACL, how long is he out? Eight months it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's a devastating injury that some people never recover from. They literally have to take a ligament from somewhere else and put it there to yeah. replace it. And like, it may not be the same. It may never be the same, but, you know, we'll, we'll keep it. We'll, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I've sprained my ankle so bad that it's never been the same. And I used to be so Dude, mad. Yes. <laughs> I I used to be so mad to be like, he's out because of a sprained ankle? Come on, you got to play through it. And then I sprained my ankle and I was like, bed rest for like a week. Yeah. You know? Look, I, I, I'm so alpha that I need to be in bed for at least four days <laughs> with this sprained ankle, all right? So I come back bigger and better. Oh, it's all black yeah. and swollen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Play through it, motherfucker! Come on, inject that shit with something and let's go. Oh god, we're we're terrible people. Anyway, so those are the notable injuries I had. Um, and uh, yeah, man, do you have anything else for today's episode? I thought it was a pretty good one. Uh, no, just that we're getting even closer. We got two more weeks. Two um, more weeks, baby. Be ready for me to be putting up live content um, up on Crackwood Media to see. Uh, what it's like with the energies like outside the Seattle Seahawks stadium. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be talking too much shit because I'm older, and the older I get, the uh, more I don't want to fight drunk people. It's like it's kind of weird. I just yeah, it's wanna... probably something you do want to avoid. Yeah, but when I I swear when I was younger, I would have been so fucking rowdy. You know, I'd been like. Let's go like clapping in people in their faces, faces yeah, and shit. Like, oh, did you see geez. that touchdown? That was. I'm pretty much gonna mind my p's and q's, and Look, uh, I'll uh, record any other Bronco fans that aren't there yet in their level. I, I was gonna say, look, I don't. Don't get me wrong. That would be amazing content. You fighting, but I don't want you hurt. <laughs> that would be great content, but please. Yeah, just kind of keep it, keep it to yourself there. Uh, but yeah, you know, we're gonna get a bunch of content from Kyle when he goes to the Broncos Seahawks game in Seattle. That's gonna be amazing. Um, I'm hoping I can kind of like maybe do a quick little Instagram live with you while you're in the while, while you're pre game in there in the parking lot. Uh, so that would be fun to do. Um, but other than that, like I said, next week we're gonna talk division predictions and maybe Super Bowl predictions out of those division winners. So we'll kind of have a pretty full episode for you guys next week, as well as the following week, the Thursday of the beginning of the season, we will have week one predictions for myself and Kyle. And I think we should start a little competition on who has the best record. Maybe we do like best record of like Thursday night, Sunday night and Monday night football. Whoever has the best record of that, that would be fun to do. Yeah, they do that on, like, you know, the the Sunday Night Football crew does that. So that would be yeah. cool. That would be really fun to do. So we'll, we're going to have a lot of stuff ready for you guys this season. It's going to be fucking fun. And Yeah, you guys yeah. are just, you're going to, you know, when you watch all the football games and they're so good and then that Sunday Night Football game ends and, like, you're out of, like, football, like, 
find mm-hmm. us and listen like you know what i mean it's like more football content like we're not yes. we're not going to run you dry we're going to keep loading you we know what it's like to want more <laughs> football like a junkie on the side of the road because <laughs> sunday night football ended too quick put it in my fucking veins <laughs> We're going to just load it up this, this year. We're going to have uh, the Thursday night game. I don't know if you told them. We're going to do the yep. Buffalo Bills and the Rams game. Dude, that game is going to be literally, it, it's a gift because it's probably the Super Bowl and we get to watch it's, it right away. Yeah. I was going to say, it probably should have been last year's Super Bowl. So, yeah. like Kyle said, we're going to have a lot of stuff coming to you guys. A lot of live streams, too. We're planning a lot of live streams this season. Um, so get ready for that. Get ready for our predictions. Get ready for our, our, our scorekeeping for this season. And, uh, yeah, other than that, you know, l- listening to our podcast, go to crackwinmedia.com to check out this one and our couple other podcasts that we have. Check out the blogs as well. Go to uh, on Instagram at crackwinmedia to check out all our, all our uh, reels that we have, all our posts there. <clears throat> uh, go to uh, Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at and now Rick. Search us on YouTube, Crack One Media, to check out all our shorts, all our video podcasts. So you can see me and Kyle's beautiful faces on there. Um, you know, laughing and doing dumb shit and saying dumb shit. That that's always great to see live. It's going to be a good uh, time. Yeah. And Kyle, where can they follow you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at ftbloney football podcast that's in all caps and uh mostly (laughs) mostly i'm just trying to dodge the hate um (laughs) and you know it's a uh it's a balance it's like a risk reward it's like okay they're like there's a lot of hate here but i get to see my favorite players press conference and you just kind of you know keep justifying (laughs) keep justifying it keep justifying it i love it so it's so funny that rick got me into this but I'm, uh, I'm so glad. It's my greatest I, accomplishment. There's gonna there's gonna come a day soon here where our twitters are gonna just blow up and our show's gonna have a lot of fans and fortunately for them they're gonna be able to backdate us because I've done that with like the Pat McAfee show where I'm like yeah. Pat McAfee first episode yeah. and it's so funny how far they've come and stuff like that and I have yep. full faith that um, you know we'll create a following like that just because of how much we love the game of football and know that there's so many Americans out there that love football too. So um, follow me on Twitter. Try to be nice to me. I haven't. Don't be nice. I haven't got my callous Twitter skin yet. I still get Do easily not be offended. Nice to Kyle. I don't, don't know why people nice are so mad at me. <laughs> Always be mad at Kyle, no matter what. If you it's follow like, us on Twitter, follow Kyle and piss him off as much as you can. I'm like waking up in the morning, looking in the mirror. And I'm like, what are you doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Why are they mad at you? Oh, no, I love it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it was great talking to you. Almost there. We're almost there. We're almost to the season. We're yeah, almost to the season. There's a couple more to go. Looking forward to next week. Um, I'll see you next week. All right, man. See you. See you.